Hi there, and welcome back to the Stage and Silver Screen podcast. My name is Alex. <clears throat> and I'm Julie. And this is a little bit of a special edition episode. We're not talking about a movie musical. We're not talking about a Broadway show, a touring show. We are talking about the show that we've been alluding to uh, several episodes now, and that is Julie Here's production of High School Musical Junior, based on the High School Musical 2006 DCOM, which is a Disney Channel original movie starring Zac Efron, Ashley Tisdale, Lucas Gabeel, Corbin Blue, and Vanessa Ann Hudgens. She dropped the Ann at some point, but this, she still had the Ann in there. Um, so Julie here is the director, producer, choreographer, set designer, the whole shebang of the show. So I'm going to have her take most of this. Um, <clears throat> So, first off, how about we start with why High School Musical Junior? Um, well, I'm the fourth drama teacher in four years at my school. And two drama teachers ago, the teacher obtained the rights. <clears throat> when you obtain the rights, you only get for a year. But I had the script and the music and whatever. So, I kind of looked at it and it was cute and whatever, and we don't have an uh, auditorium. So I'm like, well, if there's a show that can be done in an auditorium, it's High School Musical. So, you know, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a try. It usually draws a big audience. I would hopefully have a lot of kids to audition. My school's never done anything of this caliber. Um, so I thought this would be a good starting point for me. Um, I once said I would never do Disney shows because they have high expectations attached to them. High School Musical gave us Zac Efron, and we should all be very thankful for that. But, um, you know, it, it, I don't know. I got ideas in my head, and when I get ideas in my head, I make them happen. I can't get rid of them. So I got ideas in my head. I started, I started identifying students to play different roles. Um, and kind of went from there. So it's very interesting you said that it gave us Zach Efron because I rewatched three quarters of the movie tonight. <laughs> um, and then our son needed attention. But um, going back and rewatching it and knowing what I know now about it, it is painfully obvious that it is not him singing. Especially when you get your head in the game. And especially in that song. Especially because there's the close up of him and knowing his voice now and yeah. all. It really disappointing that I it was dubbed. And in case uh, uh, you're listening and you did not know, Zac Efron did not sing uh, in the original uh, High School Musical. Uh, he was dubbed, and I'm looking what the kid's name Drew Seeley. Drew Seeley, thank you, uh, <laughs> was the dubbed voice. He did come back singing in High School Musical 2 and 3, but um, yeah. Uh, so... As I said, this is High School Musical Junior. So what makes this different than High School Musical? Why is the Junior added onto this? Um, well, Junior versions are usually... Okay, so Junior versions are usually shorter. Uh, a lot of times they're meant for middle schoolers. Um, so the runtime of a typical Broadway show is <clears throat> anywhere from an hour and a half to two and a half or three hours. Um, a lot of times the junior version don't have intermissions. Um, like I said, some lines are cut out, whatever. Um, 
typically the music is meant more for middle school voices. The, like I said, the dialogue is a little less campy. Um, my school is a six through twelve school, so I had my I had cast members that were anywhere from eleven to eighteen, um, and everything in between. So <clears throat> to make it appropriate for eleven year olds, like they don't put kissing in it. Um, the dialogue is toned down a little bit. Um, but after, and some of my, my high schoolers especially questioned several times, why are we doing the junior version? But I actually, when I, over Christmas, I <clears throat> watched several different versions because I was playing choreography and blocking and whatnot. And um, I, uh, there's two songs that are actually added to the full version. One is called Counting on You and the other one is called Cellular Fusion. Cellular Fusion is actually not in the um, junior version at all, and I'm so glad, because that song is awful. You can find it on YouTube. My apologies to the persons that wrote, the people that wrote it. <clears throat> it's awful though, and I'm glad we didn't have to do it. Um, there's little parts of some of the songs that are different. Um, Counting on You, there's like a little part, there's a couple lines that are a little different. Same with All in This Together. There are a few little like sections. Um, status Quo has like a dance break in it. Um, Get Your Head in the Game has almost like this barbershop quartet feel to it, which the basketball boys have to sing. Um, I'm glad I didn't have to do that because to get my boys alone to say, get your, get, your, get, your, get your head in the game, like that was a struggle in itself. So to have to add them to do like a borderline border, barbershop quartet, like <clears throat> I wasn't feeling that. Um, so there's very slight differences. Um, but I noticed them having watched about four billion different variations of them. Um, and after hearing the musical differences, I'm glad we went with the junior version. So, uh, what do you think was the hardest part of bringing this production to fruition? Well, <laughs> um, I had this struggle at my last school and a lot of drama teachers have the same struggle, but getting kids to come to rehearsal. Um, some of my kids were in it because they had to be. It was part of their grade. It is what it is. Some of them gonna be taking Fs, and I hope they're okay with that, because it is what it is. Um, some of them were doing it voluntarily, and it was kind of a catch-22 because, <clears throat> you know, I wanted a big cast, um, and kids get sick, and they break body parts, and life happens and whatever. Um, so that was probably one of my biggest struggles. I mean, I don't even think I ran a full performance with 100% of my cast. Um, it is what it is. We pulled it off. We came together. We did, um, you know, we did what needed to be done. Um, the other, there were three things in the show that were so petty, or a big challenge for me at least, that I couldn't not have in the show that were kind of like the bane of my existence. The first was a basketball goal. Because we're in a cafeteria and we don't have like full set pieces, whatever, I had to basically get a basketball goal. Um, hoop. She means hoop, hoop. Whatever. What's the difference? <laughs> whatever. I don't like sports either. Okay, but whatever. You're anyway. doing Bolton the dissatisfaction. <laughs> oh, um, my apologies to the Bolton family. Um, <laughs> But, uh, so anyway, it, uh, hoop, um, but to, uh, like I had a couple of people offer to let me borrow them, but to get one to my school was another struggle. 
Um, so I ended up ordering one off of Amazon that I might be returning because it's a piece of trash anyway. So there's that, but that was a righteous pain. And then there's a scene with Sharpay and her locker that's not even five minutes long. And that's the one set piece that I made sure I had. I got a cardboard box that was probably seven feet tall. I don't know how I managed to get it in my car and we won't talk about that <laughs> right now. But I had um, some of my art students work on it. Thankfully, I'm friends with the art teacher. She made it happen. Um, it was adorable. It served its purpose. I mean, was it, you know, set design award winning worthy? No, but for what it was, it was great. And there was another scene with the rooftop garden, again, not even five minutes long, that had to happen. <clears throat> and I couldn't take it out and I couldn't change the location because of what the dialogue says, but we made it work. But plants are a pain in the butt. And I just found like four cheap ones. And apparently, a couple of the ones that I picked smell like marijuana. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> they are not, but they smell like it. And there is nothing like a group of teenagers that will point out this fact. To and where you. did you buy these said Walmart. flowers? <laughs> Walmart. I bought them at Walmart. And I am giving them away tomorrow. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, there's that. So, yes. You had the infamous rooftop garden. And who knows what goes on in the rooftop garden. Kind of like what goes on up there stays up there. Yes. If you have... For a special place. If you haven't watched the movie. If you watched the movie years ago. And you haven't watched it as an adult. Go back and watch it. Because there's a lot of little sexual innuendo in it. Let me just say this. You'll never eat creme brulee again. <laughs> For the record, it was my, my 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 sweet little boy that plays Troy played Troy pointed that out to me. I um, can never eat it again. But yes, so it is done. It is <clears> over. <throat> so uh, it went off with four shows. Uh, had a small hiccup on the last show with weather cutting yeah. off power, from yeah. what I heard. Yes, uh, last like. 10 minutes of the show, killed our power. They started playing songs. We're in the middle of a blackout. Luckily, my person running sound is, he knows his stuff. <clears throat> so he got it back up and working very, very quickly. But that was awkward. But the show went on. So, but yeah, so it is done. It is over. High School Musical Junior has closed the books. And now uh, we can get back to a normal C as much well, as we can around it. Um, yeah. Um, we, they did a great job, though. I mean, all things considered. Yeah. Most of my kids had never been in a show before. Um, they're, like, you know, I had kids that were fully invested, and I had some kids that were, I felt were less invested, but from the most invested to what I thought was the least invested, they're like, what am I going to do tomorrow now that I don't have a rehearsal? Like, they don't, they literally don't know what to do with their lives. And... You know, I've been teaching for a long time, and I've always been good at building relationships with my students. And, you know, when you're a theater director and you're a teacher, you know, that, that's one of the things that's most important is building those relationships. Um, my school is very small, um, and I probably built the strongest relationships with students I've ever built in 15 years of teaching, but I have never felt as appreciated 
by a group of students as a whole. I mean, I've had students that have appreciated me. I have a whole list of students over the course of the past 15 years that I can name um, that I still keep in touch with. And some are older than I, I was when I taught them at this point. Um, but as a whole, I'd probably say 80% or more of that cast truly loves and appreciates me. And being a teacher and being in, like, sometimes you're like, I don't know if I should keep doing this because teaching is hard and um, these kids made it worth it. I am not a crier at all by any means. I can count on my hands the number of times I have cried at school, in front of students, whatever, um, including the day that I found out that my mother passed away. Um, <clears throat> and those kids broke me last night. <laughs> and they have been sending me messages and thank yous all day. And I, I think this was a good experience for all of us. And time to regroup and prepare for next year. Yeah, so at the same reason we don't really go into too much of a critique and a review of community theater because they're not getting paid for it. We're obviously not going to delve into critiques and pros and cons and dig into the characters and the cast and the sets of this because it is a high school production. And But they, so. I mean, they really raised the bar for me, though. They came together. They worked together as a team. Um, for the like the like the dress rehearsals and the rehearsals like I was back there like moving set pieces with them I didn't do that at all I watched most of the show because I had to make a small cameo appearance on like and I realized it's an opening night um, because I had a cast member drop out last minute that's a different story for another time maybe um, but uh, um, I had to make a very small cameo so probably for like the last ten minutes of the show I didn't watch it but I had to run backstage. Um, and hop into uh, that, but for the most part, they did it all on their own. Um, I basically just told them what to do. So um, I'm very, very, very proud of them. I mean, there are like some things, like one of my characters kept looking at his feet during dance number, which I knew he knew. Um, there were a group of them. I wish they moved in a little more. I mean, very, very little things, but there is no such thing as a perfect performance. Um, <clears throat> we watched a uh, like a carpool karaoke with Ben Platt and Sarah Bareilles a couple weeks ago, um, a couple no, a couple days ago, and uh, Sarah Bareilles, you know, recently was on Broadway and, and Waitress, and it was again, again, and you know, those are songs that she wrote for herself, and she actually talked about how Ben Platt came one night to see it, and Sarah Bareilles was like, oh, that's the night I forgot the words. Sarah Bareilles forgot words that she wrote for herself so if that's the case my kids nailed it so so yeah so um yeah so uh keep listening and as soon as julie here announces what she's going to be doing next i'm sure next year we'll start following that but you can also follow them at fcus.drama on instagram to keep up with the latest news and information on what's going on with the drama department and we've reached 100 followers so you know, very exciting. I know it's not a ton, but it is what it is. So, yes. Um, so, if you can't tell, Julie here is uh, nursing a little bit of a horse throat. Uh, she got back from doing auditions. Uh, the director becomes the direct E. <laughs> well, maybe. Here's hoping. 
Um, so she went out to our friends at Moonlight Players Warehouse Theater Company over in Claremont and auditioned for All Shook Up. So why don't you uh, explain how that audition process went? Um, so they actually have where you sign up for a time slot um, through Sign Up Genius. So um, I looked into it. I knew they were having it. I knew they were Sunday and Monday um, after High School Musical closed. So I was like, okay, well, I'm probably going to have show withdrawal anyway. Um, one of the things that made that show, though, is this, is my kids. Like, I truly love them, and the feeling is mutual. Um, but I haven't been in a show with the exception of, you know, ones that I've directed by necessity in, since I was in college, and I've been out of college for more than 15 years. Um, and I've auditioned for shows before and haven't gotten in. And One of them I auditioned, I thought my audition was good, and a week later, um, my... That when I didn't get in, and then the week that they would have had dress rehearsal or something, um, my dad passed away, and um, you know everything happens for a reason. But uh, I haven't really been in a show, with the exception of you know ones I've put myself in little cameo parts that I've directed in more than twenty years. And theater is a big, big, big part of my life growing up, so um, I definitely do miss it. Like that's why I'm a drama teacher now. It's all I really wanted to do when I was growing up. Um, but I was going to actually audition for Beauty and the Beast, and I was like, there's no way I can do High School Musical and be in Beauty and the Beast. Like, I will have a nervous breakdown. Um, I almost had a nervous breakdown a couple times during High School Musical as it was. Um, so um, I decided not to audition. But um, they're doing the show during the summer. I'm done with my show, um, so I have more time to devote to that. Um, so I was like, let me go for it. I like, I love the time period. I love all this music. Um, so I looked into it last night. Once I was done with the show, I signed up for a time slot. <clears throat> um, I um, went to the theater and you're supposed to arrive 15 minutes prior to and fill out paperwork and the audition form is like name, address, experience, like that sort of thing, conflicts, not any different than the one I gave to my kids when they auditioned. Um, they bring you in groups of I think um, based on your time or based on your time slot and um, they sing they have an accompanist there there's a panel of judges it was the director the music director the stage manager the choreographers I don't even remember who or what else but it is what it is um, but uh, they um, you stand in front of them and they say, what do you have, you know, who are you, and whatever, and what are you singing, and introduce yourself, and then they cut you off, they cut me off after like a, two verses, I think, they say 16 bars, I think I say more than 16 bars, but it is what it is, I sing Don Juan from Smokey Joe's Cafe, um, I have no voice, so it was as good as it can be, um, then after everyone's done singing, they, um, teach you choreography. That was what scared me the most. I am not a dancer, even though I was a choreographer for High School Musical. Um, I did what I could with, you know, what I had and YouTube and whatever, but I mean, my kids look really good. I don't do anything difficult. I keep it really simple, but keeping it simple makes it look good as long as they can do it, and they did, so whatever. This is a little higher. It was because it was a fast. Um, but I really think that because I did the choreography for High School Musical, I was able to kind of pick it up. I don't know. Um, and then if they wanted you to stay, they called your number because they give you a little sticky note, sticky tag with your number on it. And they called my number and they wanted me to read. So I read. They said if they're doing callbacks on Tuesday, 
if they want you to come back, I'm going to tell you this, um, if they want you to come back on Tuesday, they will want you to sing for a specific song um, from Asha Cup. And um, Asha Cup is a jukebox musical with Elvis music, in case you're not familiar with that show. Um, and uh, they will send that tomorrow morning. So we shall see. You know, if I get in, great. I know it wasn't my greatest audition because I don't have a voice. <clears throat> but I sing for my diaphragm, so that's how I was able to somewhat function. My dancing, yeah. Um, and I thought my reading was, you know, what it was, considering I, you know, don't have a voice. But we shall see. It was fun. I'm glad to be on stage again, if nothing else. So, so. the choreography, was it a song from the show, or was it yes. something different? Um, I don't remember the song. I feel like um, I'm just trying to remember the the, the steps. If, <laughs> if I heard it, I'd recognize it. And it was it started with the with force. It was like snapping and then snap, and then a bunch of and then rhythmic clapping. So if I heard the song, I know what it is. But um, so. that's that's. So you know, so it sounds like a little bit of idol, and so you doing dance combined yeah, kind, kind of, of an experience. Kind of. I mean, it's not much different than the audition process that I had with my kids. So, so if uh, we do get a call back and we do get uh, a cast, uh, we will obviously uh, have a special uh, podcast episode announcing that and uh, going out for a celebratory uh, celebration. Um, but yeah, so. It is all shook up, a jukebox musical. Um, Moonlight Players, uh, we'll talk more about it as it gets closer because we still, uh, we are just now going into first date yeah. that they are oh. doing, which is going to run through April 26th through May 12th. Um, that is a contemporary musical about dating in the modern age. And then they are doing The Merry Wise of Windsor, and then we will see all shook up. And uh, we're still waiting for them to announce their 1920 season. Uh, but bringing on Elvis, uh, something wanted to talk about, uh, was, um, it was announced on March 28th through various news agencies that Tom Hanks is in negotiations to play Elvis Presley's manager, Colonel Tom Parker, in Baz Luhrmann's, uh, currently untitled Warner Brothers biopic about Elvis Presley. What do you think of Baz Luhrmann doing an Elvis Presley biopic? How do you feel like just hearing that? What do you think? I mean, because I think I think it's I I think this could be really good. Um, I think everyone's been waiting for Baz Luhrmann to do another musical. He did Moulin Rouge, which has gotten a cult status. It is now a Broadway show. Oh yeah. It is now a Broadway show. Um, it is very well known. It's a very well received movie. I can't. I remember when it came out. Like everyone with Lady yeah. Marmalade. Yeah. That was like huge. That song. Oh yeah. And you know, then he gave us Australia, mm. and you know, he gave us um, Gatsby, The Great Gatsby. He did the the Romeo and Juliet, and he was that before or after Mulan? Romeo and Juliet was ninety seven, and Mulan came ninety six. Mulan Rouge came out two thousand. So like Romeo and Juliet was before. Oh yeah, yeah, way before. Um, and then he did that um, show on oh, Netflix. Um, the Get, the Get Down. Down. Yeah. He did The Get Down on Netflix was that didn't... I watched the first episode, wasn't totally impressed with it, and I'm not surprised that we didn't hear much about that. But I think going back to a musical, I think everyone's been waiting to see something, and I think that time period is something that his style and lavishness with Elvis yeah. and the glitz and the glamour of Elvis that he was... 
Uh, I think the thing to me, my biggest thing is I think Tom Hanks does no wrong. I think no, Tom Hanks right. can nail everything he does. My thing is I think it's all going to pivot on who they find to play Elvis. Elvis. Yes. Um, because that is – many people have played Elvis. Many people have tried. Yeah. There's been many different things. But I think it's going to really depend on who they have to play Elvis on whether this movie succeeds or not. Um. The thing that I feel that Baz Luhrmann always nails is excess. And, like, if you look at Romeo and Juliet, I'm a big fan of the 1996 Baz Luhrmann, Romeo and Juliet. It's one of those things that people love or hate. And I've taught Romeo and Juliet in my English classes before, and I show it, and it's the same thing. My kids either love it or they hate it. Because um, they combine, like, Shakespeare's language with modern context and like some kids just think it's weird um but he does nail excess and like he shows that in Romeo and Juliet and that's what Gatsby was known for these lavish parties and you know Moulin Rouge was you know a little excessive too so he nails that and Elvis kind of lived that excess lifestyle so you know and we, we don't really know is this going to go through Elvis Presley's whole life, or are we just going to see a, a span of his career? Or, you know, Elvis had a very long, very diverse career, different, you know. So I think it'd be interesting to see where <laughs> where he goes with it. But I think he could really stylize that time period. Yeah. And he he, and Baz Luhrmann has a style all his own. Oh yeah. You can tell a Baz Luhrmann <laughs> oh, yeah. picture. Right. I mean, if nothing else, like Australia, didn't love Australia. Thought Australia was. I, 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 I couldn't yeah. get it. But it looked good. Yeah. It looked good. Like Great Gatsby. It looked good. See, I like the, I like the, the Great Gatsby too. Like he nails excess. And that's what Great Gatsby is all about. So, and you know, Leonardo DiCaprio. So, so yeah. So, <laughs> I, I'm excited for it. I mean, I, I, I think it, it's... And especially now where we're seeing so many musicals coming and all. I think, you know, we're seeing Cats coming... Now, um, I think it's New Line said we're going to be getting a Guys and Dolls. And we're seeing musicals coming up left and right now. As I said, after The Greatest Showman, everyone's going to start doing musicals. And we're seeing musicals. But I think what's going to be different is his is going to stand out. Yeah. Because everyone's going to say, well, that's different. Um, But, yeah. So, um, that's going to wrap it up for tonight. You got any other topics that you want to talk about? No, my brain is mush at this point. But. So uh, we're going to go ahead and call this an episode. And we are going to say, until next time, keep, keep it sassy. sassy.